Welcome to the Femme du Soleil podcast, created for the woman who loves to walk on sunshine, dream big and takes yes as her only answer. My name is Sabrina Weber. I'm your host, business and lifestyle coach for the visionary, fellow big dreamer and palm tree enthusiast. Join me as we have casual conversations over a coconut latte on all things soul work, personal branding, manifestation, parenting and so much more. I'm here for the magic. Are you? Sandy Soleil, beautiful listeners, welcome back to another interview. I'm super pumped today. And I actually, like before I even introduce you to today's guest, her entire energy is literally just flooding me with sunshine I just love like this woman has something about her that her energy is just beautiful and sunshiny which is all I'm about so without further ado welcome to the show Fabiola Gianelli I'm so excited to have you here Thanks so much for having me today. I'm so excited. Yes. Um, Fabiola is a life and business coach, mentor to many. And I have, I'm, I'm super intrigued myself, Fabiola, to hear your story and path of transformation that you've gone through yourself. But before we dive into that, I want to bring something to the table that I picked up on your Instagram and I had to laugh. I was so, I love how you put it, which is why I want to bring it to the table. And you're saying, oh, when you accidentally listen to your shadow, and I had to laugh to myself because I know what that means. <laughs> but um, I'd love to hear in your words, like, what do you mean by that? And what happens when you accidentally listen to your shadow? So it's so crazy because I have, I was just discussing this with a client last night and you want to think, I like to think of it as almost like an onion, right? At the core of the onion is you. And just think about like a baby when it's inside, you know, like before it's born, it's like in a little sack. It's like, it's small and it's like, it's, it's inside the onion, right? And everything from there, it's pure heart, pure divine love, pure energy. And then when it comes out, it it's picking up all these layers, right? And the first layer is going to be your shadow. And your shadow is everything that you've picked up in this world. And so it's just a matter of, okay, well, if I hear something that says, oh, I'm going to launch this new course, and, and then you have that excited of like, okay, this is the idea I have. I want to talk about this, this, and this, and this, and this. And then you hear, oh, but no one's going to sign up. You're probably not well, well, like well qualified for that. Maybe you need to study more. Maybe you need, to... and that, that's where you're accidentally listening to your shadow because would you, would your heart tell you messages like that? No. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I just love how beautifully you're illustrating this. It's like, well, we all have this um, doubt and, and these shadows that we tend to listen to more easily than our heart because 
it feels in a weird way um it's more comfortable in a weird way to listen to all the things that could go wrong than to choose to trust to what could go right do you agree Yes, yes. And I think it also comes down to just being aware with how your brain is built. We have a reptilian part of our brain that is literally built to detect fear and danger. So mm-hmm. like a long time ago when we were when there were no buildings, there were no Zoom, no phones, we needed this because if we're out in the wild in tribes and you know, a bear's coming. Hell yeah, I want to get that fear and worry like, oh my God, let's get up and let's run. But now fast forward to today with all this technology and all this instant, you know, messaging and everything, we're like constantly, it like overdoes it, the detecting the fear and the worry. And so unless we are on top of it and we're aware of it, then that is going to be running the show. So it has to go beyond our own trust, but also just, you know, educating yourself with, oh, wait, 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 wait. Is this the amygdala part of the brain that is like trying to detect fear? Oh, is it seeing that I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone? Oh yeah, it wants to keep me in my comfort zone, but I'm not happy at my current reality because I'm in the comfort zone. I want a different life. Okay, well, let me see how I can use this to fuel me. What, like, what, where can I go from here? Mm, yeah, and such powerful question, right? Like to look at, okay, where, where is this coming from? Is this a legit fear that I need to take seriously? Is my life? life a danger is someone else I love a danger or is this literally like you say just made up from past experiences or worries that may or may not could happen so what is your um what is your way to detect that is it as simple as just choosing love over fear or do you have like a method you take yourself through So for me, what I've been doing since November of 2019, and this is something that naturally came to me where I said, you know what, I realize I have all these layers that I don't want to listen to. I want to change them. You want to think of it as I think Abraham Hicks said that your head's like a radio station. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I want to change the layers, radio station. It's the same thing, right? It's just a different example, but we can change that. But sometimes yes it can happen overnight awesome but that's not always the case and so I came to this realization in November of 2019 and I said you know what my mind is always happening and if I'm gonna just pay attention to doing the work once a week every other week then I'm just gonna be on autopilot until I do the work so what I do is I check in with myself every day in the morning and I'm tending to my mind And recently I read a book where the the way they explained it basically kind of supports what I'm doing with journaling and becoming a quantum warrior and understanding that our consciousness is feeding the subconscious and the subconscious is all part of the universal energy. And unless we're aware of it, well, we have to really be on top of it, right? So for me, it's always, it's like, it's, to me, I, I always tell my clients this, you brush your teeth every day, right? So I just treat it as that. I'm like, okay, I'm, this is just part of my routine. Like I'm, when I go to the bathroom, like I 
clean myself, I shower, you know, so it's just a part of me now. It did take a while for it to become a part of me because at first your mind wants to fight it and say, oh, you don't need this. Oh, it's, it, you know, we figured it out. It's fine. But however many years old you are, you've been walking around with all those layers and it's just going to automatically say like, oh, well, Fabiola, you suck or you're a horrible speaker or you're ugly or you're this and you're, you're that. And this is where you can accidentally listen to the lies. Yeah, and having that awareness, right, to to be able to differentiate, like, oh, these are actually lies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. yes. It, yeah, and I know you asked if there was something that I lean on to. And I always tell my clients this in programs where I feel like there's never one specific practice forever. I feel like sometimes I want to do a specific thing. Sometimes I want to uh, do something else. It depends on the season I'm in. Mm -hmm. or just how I'm feeling in that moment. So what I'll do is I'll, I have an access of all these different tools and then I'll just feel into like, okay, well, I want to do like today, like I want to do some Kundalini yoga. That's what I'm going to do after our call. That's what I don't do it every day, but there are different things that I do every day. Like sometimes I'm like, I live right by a Canyon. I'm like, okay, let me go walk by the Canyon and look at the LA skyline from the top or Maybe let me go up to the pool or let me go journal. So it's always based on how I'm feeling in the moment. That way I can give myself that freedom of like, okay, I don't need to just rely on that one tool. Like, okay, I'm always going to journal or I'm always going to just go meditate or it's just really seeing like, okay, well, what, what's going to help me right now? Yeah, I resonate with that hugely. Like having that toolbox available of things that we can literally like ask ourselves okay what will feel good right now and then following through and actually do that um which is the most important part rather than just thinking about it <laughs> um so how did you end up doing this work or, or in a more intriguing question would be how did this work find you so for me whenever people ask me how long have I been doing this work I tell them I've been doing it all my life yeah. uh, so I grew up in a very very traumatic childhood and for a long time I all I remember from my my childhood was not wanting to be here and just dealing with a lot of a lot of heavy heavy stuff that was done to me and for me the human part of me thought, okay, I'm not going to make it uh, to adulthood. I'm going to die. Like, I can't survive this. But I feel like there was always that spirit in me that was always strong and that would always stand up for myself, regardless if I would get in trouble. And I, in healing through all of that and running away and taking care of myself and putting myself through college, I that is essentially what led me to do this because I realized at some point because there are the, there's these different waves that you go through with trauma at first you're like the victim because of course you're you're allowed to feel whatever you feel if you feel sad if you feel like you were violated if you feel whatever but you if you stay in that for so long then it robs you of being present of where you are right now because that technically happened a long time ago. And so 
going through all of that, I did so many different things. There wasn't one thing that healed me. I did so many different types of therapy. I started doing journaling. I started, you know, doing yoga, all this stuff. And with that, I was able to build so much resiliency, so much strength, so much power. And from that, it shaped me to be who I am now. Growing up, I always thought that I was a bad person or that I was uh, a not good person. And it shaped me to be a really kind person, a really nice person. So when people meet me, they're like, oh my God, you're so nice. It's not, but it's part of, you know, my story. And I do believe that we do choose our parents and everything. I don't know if you've read the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. I haven't actually read it, but I've heard a lot of people referring to it. Yeah, no snippets of it. I remember when I read that in 2016 or 17, I, I read it and she mentions that in the beginning. And I said, oh my God, this is, this is like it. And even throughout more in my healing, I realized that, oh my God, you know, it's not that my parents wanted to hurt me or my family wanted to do me wrong. It's just that they're very lost in their own traumas and they don't have the tools that I have now. I mean, we live in such an amazing era. We have where you can just literally type breath work on YouTube and you find so many people that will talk about it on Facebook, Instagram, maybe on LinkedIn too. You can talk like everybody's talking about meditation, your emotions, emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that, oh my goodness, like it's just, it was the environment. It was, you know, them being very lost and then me letting that go and letting, allowing myself to become free and to really zoom out to the really big perspective and see like, if I was really connected to their soul, like their soul would not do this to me, but this is what happens when a person is just not conscious and it's not their fault. And this is where you have to have compassion for them because at one point you probably were there, right? Because if whoever, especially if they're your caregivers, your parents, they did something to you, you most likely might have some of those behavior and you carry them into your adulthood. And sometimes you accidentally do it to people, maybe not at the same level, So this is where you have to really, you know, put your ego aside and say, okay, well, I was there. I did a little bit of that. And you have to really, really open yourself up to that. And so that is what drove me to start this. So I actually went to college and everybody, when I was little would say, like my parents, my mom would say, oh, you always like to argue. You're going to be a great lawyer. You're going to be a great lawyer. So when I started college, I said, okay, I'm going to be a lawyer. And I took a business law class. And oh my God, it was like the worst class ever. (laughs) I am not doing this. I'm not doing this. No, 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 no. And and then I switched to e-commerce and then I didn't like it. And then I switched to finance because I was always really good at math. I finished all my math by my junior year. I didn't need to do it senior year. And then I said, okay, well, I want to be a certified financial analyst because this is a job that will, you know, 
it, this title is basically valid in most countries all over the world. Um, and I'll make good money and I'm going to, I can work in a cubicle downtown Chicago. That's where I grew up and this and that. And I was so fortunate to have people, uh, friends who were older than me because they finished school first before I did. And I was able to then notice, which looking back now, I didn't have my spiritual awareness that I did like do now then. But I just saw, I just felt this like, it's like their soul, which is kind of like taken away from them. They're like, they couldn't take off from this time of the year to that time of the year. They were working so much. And I just, I just saw it as like, oh my God, I don't want to enter corporate. So I was really grateful to see some of the friends that had already graduated and they were working at these amazing companies that everybody wants to go work at, but they couldn't take off at this time or that time they could never see them they just I feel like their souls were just taken away and so during college I was babysitting to pay for my college and then I ended up just nannying all throughout my 20s because I love people and I love kids I raised my brother and sister and I'm Mexican and a lot of Mexican culture you know, you take care of your younger siblings or the cousins, your godparents, kids. So I had a lot of experience with that. And I've always been so naturally good with children. Um, and through all of the beautiful families that I met that I was able to even feel more to see, oh, this is how families are. It's not like this. And, you know, okay. And from the parents, I, I was like their therapist. I, all of the moms, like they fell in love with me. I made them fall more in love with their life, with, you know, with wanting to quit their job so that they can be with their child. Like, oh my God, my kid is going to be only a kid now. I'm like, what I need, what am I doing? And so from there, that's when I, I, I had a moment where a friend actually said, thank you, Fabiola. Thank you for everything you did for me. You, I feel like you were my life coach. And I said, what's a life coach? What is that? And then I Googled and I looked and I'm like, what is this? Like people can do this. And my ego, my shadow was like, oh, wait, no, you this, you that, blah, 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 blah. So I said, all right, I know that this is something that I've been helping with like with people all of my life, it's something that's very natural for me. And when my friend told me that about the life coach moment, I, I had like a flashback moments of like everyone else, all the other times where people said, thank you for guiding me through this or thank you for this or thank you. like just so many different people in my life. And I then went down the rabbit hole and I said, my shadow was like, well, you need to get certified because no one's going to take you serious and blah, 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 blah. And the rest is history. I went and got one of my breast certifications. I was like the youngest one there. All the people there were people from like big corporate companies because the corporate company sent their people there. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, here goes 27 year old Fabiola. Like, oh my God, I thought I was going to be the oldest one here because I thought, oh, I'm going back to school. I'm going to be the old one. And then I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. And 
I'm so glad I did the experience because it allowed me to, it, it just was part of my story. And I know a lot of times people, people ask me all the time, like, do I need to get certified? And I really truly believe that that is a decision that's up to the person. And I think that for my story, that's just what happened. Yeah, and it's perhaps what needed to happen for you. You know, I often find with the whole certifying thing, like, yeah, of course you get something from it. But in all my history of being a coach myself or even anything else for that matter, no one ever asked me to see any certification or qualifications. Of, that's just not how people work for the most part they choose you because they resonate with you of how you're doing things and who you are and it's not about what you've done on paper for the most part um yeah 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 like you do it for you if you feel like you feel more confident if you have that then yeah go do it of course or if you are working in a niche slash industry that has certain guidelines that you literally need to tick boxes for then yeah well maybe that's what you need to do but um yeah so oh my god there's like so much that stands out to me when I'm listening to you and so much that I can resonate with as well but I love that you were bold enough to really break that generational programming and generational pattern that you've highlighted yourself like you you acknowledge yourself like hang on my parents um whatever has happened it's not entirely only their fault or evil intention right like there is generations before that have somehow built up to that and for you to acknowledge that at such a young age as well like that is incredible and super brave as well I just want to you say that and I mean it it's like you know it takes a lot of courage to go and walk away from this and be like hey actually this programming ends with me from here on our generation takes a different route and the generations to come are not going to have to deal with that so that's that's massive um I really want to acknowledge you for that that's beautiful Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I, I feel that, so I know I am a very old soul. I don't know how old I am. I'm, I'm 32. I don't feel 32, <laughs> but I am a mixture of this old soul mixed in with this like youthful, playful spirit. It's like, it's like combined. So I, I feel like definitely the old soul in me is the one that has that has guided me through this. And it's crazy because I didn't become spiritual or aware of my spirituality until I started my, my coaching business or my coaching training and, or right before then. And it's crazy because I started reading a lot of books and I came across this Siddhartha book. Have you read that book? Which one, sir? Siddhartha. Oh, yes, yes. So it's crazy. I came across it and I said, oh my God, this is my favorite book. <sighs> my third grade teacher, God bless her. She had us read this book in third grade. Wow. And I remember I loved it so much and I would read it over and over and over again, but I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. 
And I read it again as an adult and I said, oh my God, this is just, I've always had that spirit connection, but I just wasn't aware of it. And it's, it's crazy because like when I was 16, I went to Build-A-Bear. Do they have Build-A-Bears in New Zealand? No, that's not ring a bell, no. It's a shop where you can go buy a bear, you stuff it, and there's different types of bears you can buy, or you can buy little animals, and you stuff it, and you build a bear. I got a, I have a thing for monkeys. I have a monkey that I've had since I was a baby, but I said, I want to make another monkey, and I made one, and when you, I, I recorded myself and it says, I love you, Fubi, you're perfect. And I, and it's crazy because now I think I'm like, that was definitely like the spirit in me that was, you know, made that for myself, my younger self, uh, to give myself love and protection, even though I didn't know anything about self-love when I'm 16 years old. And, and that alone is, so sad and and i'm glad that this is slowly really changing that you know that we've grown up not not even being aware that we can love give love to ourselves like we we not only give it to ourselves but we're literally the source for it like in within ourselves which is something you know most millennials and older had to learn way into their adulthood if at all and children and now I see it of my four-year-old you know thanks to my learning and thanks to her just being in the world at the time now the way the world is like she's getting a completely different programming already and that is so beautiful and it gives me so much joy and hope for the future as well I mean if you look at young the young generation now like teens and like there's so much that it's a such a big difference to the 80s how I grew up even and, and beyond that it's incredible and so beautiful so a lot is changing for the good but yeah coming back to you really giving yourself that gift of love and and kind of mothering yourself in that through that process um again it takes hyper self-awareness and it takes boldness and it takes a deep action that comes from within you probably from what you're mentioning that older soul part of you who just somehow knows how how things are meant to play out and you having the bravery to listen to it which is um really beautiful Mm. yes thank you it's I, I do have, I feel, I feel like for the generation that's coming and for the kids now, I'm so mind blown when I see younger, because now there are younger kids on Instagram or making reels and I see them talking about uh, emotions, mm-hmm. uh, becoming spiritually aware or becoming aware, like how to deal with your emotions. Like it makes me so happy because that's going to solve so many things from the previous generation and of course I mean maybe one day we'll get to perfection but it, it, it's it's definitely getting better you know so that that makes me happy yeah 100% agree so with all of this life has clearly prepared you for as you're you know as you're looking back you can see all these 
um, pens in your lifetime, in your lifetime and lifeline, right? Um, that have made you who you are uh, for a reason. So right now, who are the people you're working with? So the people that I'm working with are people who are looking for life transformation or business transformation. And these are the people who are basically, they are working at a job that they don't like. They want to start a business, but they have no idea what to do. And I feel like it goes beyond learning strategy, learning, learning. I feel like there is something much deeper than that. There is an ascension that needs to happen from you, a deep transformation. And a lot of times that can be very difficult because you have to have a huge part of your ego go away. I don't know if you've read uh, The Conscious Hustle. Mm. So in the book, he talks about how, and this is not to talk badly about people who are working nine to five. I, I believe that we need people who are business owners and then there are people who are gonna work in you know nine to five at corporate jobs. But he mentioned how people who are working for someone else, it's kind of, you're kind of like in that same dynamic from when you were a child, right? You have your parents and your parents give you an allowance. Oh, you might get a reward. Oh, you might get this, you might get that, right? And so when you're going away from that, a lot of that's, you know, being taken away in a sense. And that is, okay, well, no more 401k or no more paid time off or no more bonuses or no more all this, all these little rewards, right? And so a lot of times, sometimes people need that transformation to go through, okay, well, like, why, why is this so hard for me? I'm, I've learned, I've done this course. I'm like, I figured out how to do the strategies. And a lot of times it's not just that, it's just this deeper part of you, the energy that's in you that maybe needs to be transformed. And so for me, when I first started out, I started working with clients to guide them through their trauma. And then I started working for a lot of some celebrity coaches and some, some coaches that just had like huge, 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 like, like a huge, like I remember one, one coach I worked for had like 10,000 people in a group, in a Sunday group coach program. Like you, that one person is not gonna manage it all, right? And so I was able to see a lot in the first couple of years in my business journey, the behind the scenes from this and being able to see just how human these people are and how at the end of the day, no one knows what they're doing, right? And so I feel like a lot of that, I love sharing that with people who are first starting out because when you're first starting out, you can get really freaked out. You're like, oh my God, like, I have to have a pretty website or I have to do this or I have to, you, you think you have to have everything so perfect. And a lot of that is just old programming because you went to school for how many years? And in school, you had to write papers a specific way. You had to talk a specific way during speech class. So a lot of that translates into the stuff you do in business. And then it can be kind of, I don't want to say a rocky start, but then it, people can then get, 
then the shadow comes in and says, oh, see, you're not doing a good job. Or, oh, look at that. Oh, let's compare, blah, 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 blah. And so it's just really cleaning up that energy and allowing yourself to step into that new identity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I fully agree. And yeah, no one, no one knows what they're doing. It's true. It's my experience as well. We all just swinging it, which is cool. Like it's fun. Um, so we really get to take ourselves a bit less serious for the most part, um, which is a good thing. So before I let you go, I have two more things I'd love to um, ask you. One is, what would you say to someone who is other? you know, verge of knowing like, okay, I'm, I'm meant to live a different life, but I literally like don't know how or where to even begin. What, what would you say to that person? I would tell them that they need to get out of their head and they should go, go do something fun if you can. If you can do it for a day, a couple days, if you can go away for a weekend, go connect with your heart, go be in your body and allow yourself to let the magic come through from your intuition. Because a lot of times when we do want to change our lives, I remember when this happened to me, I'm like, I didn't act on my, the coaching training for like almost a year because I was so in my head. But if I would have known this, I'm like, okay, maybe I don't need to contemplate and think so much. Maybe I just need to go chillax, like go do something that like fills my soul. Like for me, I love underground techno. So that's something you like to do, go do that. If you like to go bike riding, go do something to not think about how, and it's gonna just naturally come to you. Hmm which can be the most frustrating answer to some people, right? Like, oh, just trust and it will come, but it's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, trust me, I hear it all the time. They're like, no, I don't want to let go of people. I'm like, I want to figure it out. But it's like, you know, in uh, Brene Brown, I mean, she's done, I forgot how many years of research on people. And she said the most happy and successful people are the people who prioritize rest and play. People who don't do that, they're stressed out all the time. And so the person who's going to say, oh, I don't want to let go of control and this and that, ask them when was the last time they had fun. And it's going to probably be like a long time ago or maybe they won't remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then so something I love to bring up with every guest on this show is the name of this podcast is Family Soleil, which loosely um, stands for women in the sun my personal context to how I like to run my life um, I love to always come back to that feeling of walking on sunshine so my question to you Fabiola is what does walking on sunshine mean to you or what does that feeling trigger for you as you hear me say that as soon as you were before you even asked at the end and you were just saying walking on sunshine to me that takes me to my magical place and that is here in los angeles in uh, malibu at this beach called matador beach even when i meditate and if i go to a calm place it's just me walking there feeling the sun kissing 
kissing me, literally. Hmm. Sometimes when I posted my stories, I'm like getting some sun kisses, but just really feeling that warmth and being right there by the water, listening to the birds, maybe seeing some dolphins. That's, that's what I think of when I think of walking on sunshine, just that freedom. Yeah, sun-kissed. I'm here for it. <laughs> sun-kissed vibes. <laughs> oh my God, Malibu, it looks so dreamy. I've never been, but I'd love to. Um, I'd love to. Oh my God, it. I'm going there tomorrow. It's, I go there pretty often. I love it. It's, yeah. it's so beautiful. And you always see some kind of sea animal. Like last time I saw dolphins. Mm. That's very lucky. Very special. So thank you so much for being here today and sharing your big story. I'm sure we could have spent four hours talking about your upbringing. I can sense there is obviously way more to it. But um, for the time being and for those who deeply resonate with your being, where, where can they find you and follow you and potentially work with you? Everywhere online, I am Thrive and Align. And on LinkedIn, I'm Fabiola Jonelli Segovia. Cool. I will make sure those links are in the podcast as well. So you're going to freak out about it and write it down like frantic person right now. But go and follow Fabiola. Soak up some of that Malibu sun through the internet. And yeah, thank you again so much for being vulnerable and spending your time with us yeah thank you so much for having me sabrina total pleasure did you enjoy this episode if yes please share it with your friends and tag me on instagram at i am sabrina weber